the best in this sport. Whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Georgia Players Section with Tavares and Noshan. Tavares King, Noshan Marino. Cheers, my guys, as we start everything off. For those of us, for those of you who don't know about our show, we've been doing this for about a year, but we got a little rebrand here on the biggest Georgia outlet there is, the UGA Sports YouTube channel. Guys, how excited! We've been building to this for like a year. How excited are you uh, to be getting this going? Man, uh, super excited! Super excited! Like you said, been been a long time coming. Excited to be obviously be on this network with some some folks that that, that covered us in the past that we that uh, we've answered questions from in the past. But so excited mm-hmm. to be on this side with these guys with an awesome team, um, with an awesome fan base, chopping it up with 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 the best, talking about the best. How about that? <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Yeah, back to know. back, back to back national champions and. We got to kick this thing off right, you know. We had to, we had to go big or go home. And when you got two, two Georgia legends, why not add a third in here as our first guest? None other than TG three himself, Todd Gurley. Welcome to Georgia Players Section, my man. What's up? What's up? What's up with y'all? What's up, fellas? Oh man, brother. Nah, shit, chilling. Yeah, man. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Oh yeah, no Absolutely. problem. How y'all doing today? Solid, solid. So you was you was uh you was out there. You was obviously out there uh during the natty, bro. Tell us about tell us how that energy was, man. That energy in LA obviously lovely anyways, but you had a whole bunch of <laughs> whole bunch of dogs in town. So I know it was a little different. Yeah, no, it was good, man. Obviously, um it was raining in LA, which it never really does. So it was it was pouring down. So um, everybody was still out there tailgating. Um, it was flooded and all, but you know, I got there in, in timely fashion, but to be honest, you know me, man, I'll be talking so damn much when I'm at the games. I don't even be paying attention. Plus everybody was pretty much (laughs) done watching the game by the second half anyway. So it it was good though. It was, it was definitely love. Um, I wanted to go last year, but, um, you know, I love the dogs, but don't care that much to fly to Indianapolis. So, yeah, it, it was good. It was good to be able to see those guys in L.A. this year yeah. and, and put a whooping on them for sure. Yeah, it was Todd, good. You, you, mentioned, you mentioned tailgating. You got to do a little bit of tailgating. You know that was a big thing. They were they were banning tailgating there by the stadium. You found a way to get something done? It was, I think they were banning tailgating, like, on the premises oh, of the stadium. You. But I think they still had a – actual like college football tailgate but like i said it was raining so i don't care that much to tailgate <laughs> i got you i got you well guys guys we you know in honor like we said to have have you on here with us todd i know the guys have got questions for you uh so you know no sean tk whoever wants to go first go ahead and hit our man tg up with uh with uh what he's on here for to answer some questions yeah, for t- us Oh man, no, no, far away, man. It's a, it's a running back thing. It's a running back part. Oh man, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. 
Oh, you know what? I was just thinking this. Yeah, I know we all saw it. Did y'all see Kirby Smart's uh like his uh, pregame speech? Did y'all see that? Did <laughs> you saw that? Did you hear it? Did you hear the did you hear the clip of it? The leaked the leaked locker room speech, uh Todd? No idea what y'all oh, talking about. My oh my goodness. You've got to go hear this this locker room speech. Uh, you know, it's a little bit it's probably a little bit different than the ones uh y'all received. During your time in Athens, I'm not going to say it's it's better or worse than anything Coach Rick said. Why not? But it's a but it's a little bit different. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Kirby Kirby's getting a little animated in there, and I I guess what we could go off Todd is how how much of a difference you know just get let people into the mind of a player here because that's what player section is all about. You know, in a college locker room or an NFL locker yeah. room, how much how much can a coach like you know? get you hyped up before a game or is that all really based on you and your preparation? Yeah, I think it's all personal preference. Can no coach get me hyped? I don't not not saying that I don't pay attention to him, but you know, it's like I'm focusing on the game, man. Your ass is out there calling plays. Like you can get hyped however however you want. But for me it's just like, you know, I'm I'm usually joking around, playing around anyway. So and you know, I'm taking my pregame ritual, which is a, you know, a number two. So I'm not even paying attention to anyway. <laughs> that. Man, that man's over there taking a dump before the game. Oh man, uh, Rhett Womack over here said I'd run through a wall for Kirby. So uh, we, we listen. We're just gonna sign you a little bit of homework after this, uh, Todd. It I won't be hard to it find. It, it won't be hard. Like two minutes is. No, like nah, it's about 40, nah. 40 seconds, and uh, you know, like Dion. Bro, when like Deion Sanders it. says, Deion Sanders says, I ain't hard to find. Well, this speech ain't hard to find. You know what I'm saying? You can go out there and find it real yeah. easy. It's all yeah, on social media. I haven't heard it. I had to check it out. All right, yeah, TK. Uh, TK, what you got for Todd here? No, nah, man. Uh, shoot. It's running back you. It's running back you, like I was alluding to. G Money, yeah. Hurst, uh, somebody that I think of. Obviously, you, No Sean, Nick Chubb, uh, Sony. Uh, bro, talk, speak, speak to that. Like, speak to coming to a program that is super running back heavy. What, what, uh, was that a big influence on you coming to Georgia? <clears throat> Obviously, guys. All right. The ones I mentioned. So, uh, <laughs> we, we, we get down to the nitty gritty. Obviously, I'm from North Carolina, man. So, um, you know, Growing up, I was I was all into you know the college basketball. I'm a, a big Duke fan, so I remember I remember when No Sean was B Mac your coach or no? Nah, wait wait wait. Okay. Time out. B Mac was there though for one second. Okay, B-Mac so was I just sport. remember all yeah, I remember is doing something. I just remember this country ass dude calling me and talking about Georgia, and I'm like Georgia, you know I'm like. I'm not going to know Georgia. So he come to the school like the very next day. He get to talking. Mind me, I don't know anything about Georgia as far as legacy-wise. All I knew was I knew running backs. I knew Sean, and then I knew Caleb King. But other than that, as far as like the history, I didn't really know. So starting to learn about it, um, I didn't even know who Hershey Walker was at the time. That's how like – you know, naive and just I didn't know anything. So Keith, Keith, who got recruited with me, he was from North Carolina as well. He's probably the the reason that I ended up at Georgia and the reason that I got recruited the way I did to Georgia. So shouts out to Keith. But man, um, I just never in a million years I probably even I couldn't even see myself, um, 
you know, going down south or probably even leaving the leaving the state of North Carolina. It just wasn't on my mind. I was just really just out there just having fun, um, playing football and really just let, you know, let it take me where it took me. And I just believed in kind of, you know, Coach Rick, just how he was just as a person. And then um, B-Mac, who recruited me, who's the receiver coach there now. Um, so I just kind of really just took a leap of faith and, you know, shit just ended up working out for me. Thank God. <laughs> look, look, look speaking, speaking of leaps, look, we got the hurdle, the hurdle man himself. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. Look, but you, but look, you, Nick, all y'all boys do that shit, bro. Like all of y'all do that, bro. But who, who do it the best? The no Sean, <laughs> no Sean picture is hard. The it's bitch is hard. Not that, though. I fell at the mine, so I don't even know why. They really, like. <laughs> like People used to always ask me, like, why are you hurt away? I'm like, bro, to be honest, that's like the last resort. I can't think of nothing. Right. And last minute, you just pretty much just jump in the air. So, uh, man, yeah, I wasn't really even trying to do it, man. It just, just happened to be that way. Todd, do you have that's to, what happens? Todd, do you have to throw a Darnell Washington in there? Big six foot seven dude that, ju- that, that jumped over a guy in Oregon this year. That's pretty impressive. Oh, that was the first game, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah he did. Nah, that. if you ain't a running back, I ain't really supporting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ain't really. Yeah. 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 doing that, so we good. Man, yeah, I, I love just, that. That's all I look at, man. I just know 22, um, 30. 30 is Edwards, huh? Edwards. He's nice. I like Edwards. I like Edwards. Obviously, Milton. Think Brunson. Uh, McIntyre, who? Robinson. Branson. Yeah, Branson, Branson Robinson. What number is that? Is that 22? 22, yeah. the freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's 22. Yeah. I, I really only got to see them boys play, like, the last two games. I I keep up with, like, at the beginning of the season, and then after that, I did – I don't know. Don't give me the line. Yeah, I have no idea. I'll <laughs> check them out next year, though. Well, yeah, I did I'll check them get... out next year. I did want to get your reaction, and really this is going to be for all three of you, but we'll start with you, Todd. Just being a former, you know, Georgia Bulldog and and putting all your, you know, blood, sweat, and tears into that program and now seeing them win back-to-back national championships, just what's your reaction to that and and how much pride do you have in what Kirby's doing over there? Uh, For me, I just – it's a big congratulations. Like, it's something that I I never done. So, um, yeah, man. Kirby the GOAT, Stetson the GOAT, like, shouts out to those guys to be able to really take over, man, like, really take over, be the dominant team out here in college football, and, you know, to be an alumni, like, that feels good, it feels good for sure, so, um, and just to be able to just talk stuff and be able to back it up, that's, like, the best part about it, too. TK, that was my question to him about the locker room. You guys all had got to do that in the NFL. Is there a bunch of junk being talked back and forth in those NFL locker rooms when teams are playing each other? Yeah, it's a, it's a little it's a little junk being talked, a little bread being thrown around uh, here and there. Um, yeah, for sure, it's a little it's, it's a little bit of all that. But like Todd said, man, it is good to to be able to say you know you're the champs back to back. It is it is pretty dope to to. Uh, Go back to your school and and uh, you know see those banners and see that twenty one twenty two. So so yeah, man, uh, it's, it's fire. Um, I obviously, probably sauce. You probably feel the same way. Oh yeah, you know it's the same thing with me. It's just awesome, man. It's funny to me though. You know, people give us. I don't know. Y'all probably got the same texts. They'd be like, "Congratulations, congratulations!" Yo, people do that to me all the time. 
they they probably still they probably do it with you and like the Broncos win and stuff. Congrats bro, on the win. You'd be like, bro, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Seriously. Right, That's the funny part. You know what I'm saying? You still get those. But yeah, man, it's just good to be a dog. Gotta cherish these moments while we have it, you know what I mean? Cause I mean, they made it look easy these last two years, but it ain't easy. Oh, can I? That's what I want to ask y'all, man. I'm like, because obviously, you know, we all did good at Georgia and we play with a lot of great players. So I'm just like, damn, was we really that sorry that we just couldn't nah. win? And he, <laughs> nah, that ain't taking nothing away. That is not taking nothing away from, you know, these last mm-hmm. two championships. Those guys deserve it. They balled out. And just the, you know, the stats and story is just incredible. So. But yeah, man, I was just thinking. I was like, dang. Well, you know, could we? You know, could have been, could have been close. But good. bro, there was a whole bunch of things. This, this is the thing that were different 2012, though. Twenty uh, twenty twelve, uh, the Bama, we were close. Oh yeah, we were right there, you know. What exactly. Uh, I was are, a I was a freshman too, though. So yeah. you know, you you know how it is. You think you're gonna get back? I ain't never sniff another S. That transfer portal definitely plays a big role in it, though. You feel me? And I mean, you got to give kudos to Kirby and that staff, man, for putting these these teams together. I mean, these teams be stacked and finding these these young guys in high school and and developing them and then having them ready to get in there and just take over. So, I mean, I think that's the the difference. You know what I mean? That transfer portal and then just what Kirby and that staff is doing. You feel me? Listen, you think is it all, is it more if, if you missed out on a kid in in high school and you're able to see what he did his freshman year, you probably true. able to, to bring mm-hmm. him over. Well, but here's the thing. Here's the thing, Todd and No Sean and TK. Y'all all played in the NFL. You know that every man one through fifty three in the NFL is a straight dog. I mean that you're playing no, against not. in the literal. No, they're, not, not. <laughs> they're not all good. <laughs> no. Well, what Definitely I'm not. But yeah, yeah, but that's I mean, another story. It's not like college where you can have one guy that's desperately different than the others, what I was saying. But in I terms of in terms of what Kirby and them had, they just had 15 guys yeah. drafted last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, off yeah, one yeah, yeah, off yeah. one team. That shows you the talents, maybe just the collection of talent. Y'all Georgia's always been talented, but I just think it's at the peak now under Kirby in terms of yeah, full team talent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but whatever he's doing, he's doing it. So yeah, he gotta keep, he, on, keep doing, doing it. it. You yeah. know, I was just thinking back, because I played with Thomas Brown, I played with T V. You know what okay. I mean? And he coached. Yeah, no, I I missed. Oh. I kept missing TB. Really? I missed TB by a year. I missed TB by a year at UGA, and I missed him a year with the Rams. So oh, I never. I don't goodness. even think I ever. I don't even think I ever even met him like in person. See, wow. so to be I, to be honest, I messed that up then because I could have swore that he coached you, and I was like, man, I would just love Mm-mm. to see how he was as a coach because I knew how he was as a player and how competitive he was. So, dang, that's messed up. All right, all right. He, yeah, he and I think it. when I was in college, he was at Nebraska, no, um, Wisconsin at the time. Okay, if I'm not Somewhere. mistaken. Somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But he just he just got a interview with the Houston Texans uh, to, to for their head coaching job. So we'll see. Um, he was an assistant you know. head coach for, for McVay. So um, yeah. whoever get that job gonna be fired. They always firing somebody after a year in Houston. Like how you gonna hire somebody for a year and it just fire? They be doing that. Don't give the man no time. Hey, crazy. You talked about you talked about Keith when we was in school. This this whole Gershaw. Gershaw thing was a was a thing. You and Keith. So, so check this out. How much money 
during oh my goodness nil talking how much money would Gershaw have made bro back in uh, I, I said that somebody asked me that before. I said not enough. Oh, yeah, you know, it's, never, it's, it's never, it's never enough. Yeah, I feel it's never that. enough. But, um, Absolutely. yeah, man, I really want to know those numbers, man, because I feel like it just be crazy. I'm just like, ain't no way they're getting that. Did you see the Jaden Rashada story recently out of Florida? The quarterback that was supposed to go to Florida, he got promised thirteen million dollars by the Florida Collective. They did that when it came time for him to enroll. That that direct deposit didn't hit, and uh, he said, "Then I ain't coming." And he just backed out today of his of his letter intent. (laughs) So, I mean, that's a bad look, though. You can't be promising your your collective. You can't your collective can't be promising thirteen. Not to a quarterback too. Like that's a terrible look, bro. But that just yeah, that's that's yeah. You can't do that. You can't do that. I mean, yeah, that's crazy. It's it is it is crazy. Well, Todd, um, we wanted to see you know with you being on here, anything you have going on right now? Anything you want to tell the people about that? that any projects or or things that you're involved in right now? Right now, how you put me on the spot? I don't know, man. Right now, I've just been traveling the world. Um, you know, my my goal is to pretty much travel and, and see every country. Um, so where that we going? World has to offer. So where we going? Yeah, yeah. where we going? <laughs> I'm actually going somewhere this weekend. I'm not going, you know, disclose the no, location, disclose but yeah. Let me know. Um, but all I gotta say is, man, Thailand. Thailand is a a, a beautiful place. Oh, you going to hang place. out with Cliff Kingsbury over there? <laughs> you know, Cliff Kingsbury just I've left. Seen that? Over. Yeah. <laughs> they talking about he had one, a, a one way flight, but I'm like, that's impossible because your visa only lasts for like 28 to 30 days anyway. So, but yeah, yeah, I, I did see that though. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, man, man, we cannot thank you enough for coming on here and being guest, the first guest here on Georgia's player yeah, section. Yeah. We hope to, we, we're going to let you do your homework on that Kirby speech and also uh, give us, uh, you know, watch those running backs a little bit for next year. Maybe before the season, have you on again to speak a little running back in Georgia football with us, if that'd be cool with you, man. Nah, I'm the wrong person because if you ain't doing right, I'm gonna talk stuff. I'm gonna talk stuff about you. That, hey, that's what we want. For Georgia, that's nah, what, I'm that's just what like, you need, though. exactly. Yeah. Somebody, somebody, you only got like what, you bro? only got like two games to impress me. That's it. If, if that, that's it. Two games because it's college. Like you know, it's like you're supposed to be doing your thing. In two games, <laughs> I, that's some good game footage. Like, that's some time. You got. You should got. You should have enough mm-hmm. snaps. And, all right, <laughs> We'll get uh, we'll get you we'll get you off air to tell uh, to tell TK who you were talking about who the sorry players in the NFL were we won't put that on on air yeah, right here but but we but we'll but we'll, we'll find out uh, we'll find out uh, who you're talking about but uh, listen we it, it ain't we, hard to tell <laughs> it, ain't, it ain't hard to tell well listen man we appreciate you so much we know you got a lot going on we appreciate you just hopping on here with us and uh, hope to have you on again. Yeah, and nah, I appreciate y'all. Y'all enjoy the night, man. Yes, sir. Oh, you, you, you too. There he is, the legend, Todd Gurley. Appreciate right. it, Todd. We'll catch you later, man. All right, y'all. All right, bye. See you, man. Man. So that is Todd Gurley uh, that, that visited with us here. First guest on Georgia Player Section. Guys, uh, I you know, I'm just going off of, hey, it's the NFL, it's competitive, and he says, nah, they ain't all like that. He said, he said, there's some sorry ones in the league. So was that y'all's experience? Or there's some, or there, as I had a coach one time said, we got to find the fish, or there's some fish out there in the league? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, everywhere. I mean, like, yeah, there's bo- bottom tier everywhere. So, I mean, there's some guys that, yeah, I'm, but but there's, I mean, you wouldn't be there if you couldn't play the game. Like, yeah. So there's there's some guys, man. There's definitely some guys where you're like, bro, come on. Yeah. He, he's he's trash. But at the same time, you put him on in like on a college or yeah, they're gonna you know, over the 80s roster or something yeah. like that. They're gonna be out there going crazy. It's almost like in basketball, the 12th man on the bench, you'd be like, bro, he always on the bench. I bet he go to that YMCA and put buckets on somebody. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they're good, but they're just, you know, not up to the the competition of the other fellas sometimes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, guys, um, you know, we're going to kind of introduce people here to the concept of this show. It's called players, the Georgia players section with SEC bolded there because we are going to talk about through every week on Wednesday night at 830. We're going to come to you live here on the UGA Sports YouTube channel talking about Georgia football, but we will also talk about all things SEC uh, related as well. Tonight, we're going to stick more Georgia related because there's a lot going on on the heels of the national championship and there's no really good way to segue in and out of this kind of topic, but unfortunate you know tragedy this past weekend with uh Devin Willick and um Chandler LaCroix losing their life in an accident guys uh the whole the whole part of this show is to give people a perspective from kind of inside the locker room as you guys are former Georgia players um I know that it's it's hard to even fathom but being in a locker room for so many years at such a high level like you guys were um just give people a glimpse of maybe, you know, what those guys are going through right now in terms of uh, losing a brother and a teammate like that. Mm. It's definitely tough. I mean, but you gotta, you gotta kind of gotta put it in this perspective. You spend so much time in that locker room, in those meetings um, with your brother, you spend more time with, you know, your teammate than you do your family. So, you know, in turn, they they become family. Um, you know everything about about the kid, the ins and outs of them. So it's tough, bro. I mean, it's, it's tough for all of Dog Nation, I think, um, because you sympathize um, with those kids and, and uh, you know, the parents of those kids. And, um, you know, I can't imagine, you know, being a parent, I can't, I can't imagine, um, you know, kids just six years six years older than my daughter so you know it's just you know you kind of got to put it in perspective that way but as a player man I, I just like you said I can't imagine what those kids are going through um what that staff's going through uh but but uh you can only you know pray and and uh be a prayer warrior for you know the Willard family and the LaCroix family and and all a dog nation because it is tough. It is it is tough to to be on a mountain and get get chopped chopped right down. So um, yeah, no tough. doubt. No, no, Sean. That's that's yeah. another thing. The the college in in life in general, just being in college seems to be a roller coaster of emotions because you know whether it's whether it's just regular you know school and tests you got coming up or relationships dealing with people, then you throw in all the major success that Georgia just you know experienced and they were on the highest of highs and then to get them crashing down to that low of low that night. I mean, just a tough thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. 
TK said it, man. It's just you think about those, the families, you know, of the kids, of those, of those students, man. And uh, it's just a, a really tough, crazy uh, situation. And um, it, it really does put a damper on that, on the on the natty. You know, what I mean, almost if you're a player, you're like, bro, not even thinking about the natty anymore. You're like, bro, I just lost one of my friends. Um, it, it's really tough, man. I lost three teammates from the same team. It's crazy. It's really wild. Um, but you know, just for your prayers go out to um to the families, you know what I mean, and and the, and the guys um in that locker room as well. So uh, yeah, and like yeah. and like like we said, no no easy way to you know transition in and out of that. But we definitely wanted to to bring that kind of point of view perspective, you know, because even though that you know when you are a part of a locker room like that, it, it is a, a personal thing, right? An individual thing. You deal with grief and stuff. I have to think that one strength of Georgia, where their run this entire time has been that connection that Kirby talked about over and over again. So hopefully they can lean on each other and. Uh, help each other get through this deal. But um, like we said, we, we do have to uh, say thoughts and prayers to both the Willick family and the LaCroix family. And now we're going to uh, kind of just transition into into the rest of the show here because there's no easy way to do it. But um, national championship thoughts, guys. Uh, it was a absolute beatdown of epic proportions and i mean just almost comical like like it was like is is tcu even there like georgia had their way in every aspect of the of the game we asked todd what his you know and todd says is more like a congratulations type thing to them but i know that you guys have been doing the the show with me for over a year you've been kind of more dialed into sec football so what is your reaction as former Georgia players and now guys who cover, you know, SEC football uh, to what Georgia has accomplished, not only during the Kirby Smart era, but specifically over these last two years? Man, it's, it's been phenomenal, uh, for one, but but kind of unheard of, uh, not kind of unheard of, very unheard of to, to go – to go 15 and 0 this year and to lose one game last year, um, to have that kind of success, to stack that kind of success in our league is is hard. Um, going against the caliber of, of players that we go against week in, week out is hard. So you gotta tip your hat to Kirby. You gotta tip your hat to the staff. You gotta tip your hat to the, to the admin, uh, Josh Brooks, because they've got things cooking in a different fashion. <laughs> uh in Athens right now and it's very telling uh you know Todd alluded to it um things are changing this is in dare I say dynasty fashion um I don't know how you feel about that sauce uh Mm -hmm. but but yeah I feel I I feel the same way let me preface this before Noshan says anything y'all are gonna learn on this show that (laughs) Noshan might be might be possibly the hardest man in the world to impress when it comes to something on the gridiron he's like he is the epitome you know um on remember the titans when when uh denzel washington is coach boone and he's in the face of them while they're doing show me bama show me that's that's, that's no sean over there he he wants the hard evidence and he wants to see I you do it time and time again before i he gets need you to- it them running yes. backs, y'all hard to impress, boy. Tied a tough one, too. Y'all both hard to impress, I mean, Yeah, I mean, you got to show me out there on the gridiron. And, um, and I, I must say, you know, in the beginning of the year, before this year started, Stetson had to show me something. I wasn't a big – I wasn't on his bandwagon. So I was like, bro, 
uh, he did a great thing that year, winning the first one. I was like, well, show me what you're going to do the second year. And what did he do? Went 15-0, led his team to another natty, man. So I got to give the man props. He went out there and did what he had to do, and uh, he delivered. So I had to say that real quick. But, yeah, man, it was a great season. Um, it, it was just really good seeing the guys compete each year, uh, each game. Um, there were some close ones there, especially with my boys over there in Missouri. They they wanted to come in there and show them a little something. And I'm just saying they came to play. But um, it, it was good seeing them compete, but then at the same time get over that hump, hump and, uh, and and get those victories that we needed, man, and go into the playoffs and compete and have a really good game versus Ohio State, man, you know, and then capping it off with the Natty. But when I start thinking about it, man, um. I knew this year was going to be a tough one. They got it done. But we were saying, I was saying in the in the middle of the season, it, or more towards the end, uh, was like, if they get another one, they, if they go two, this third one, I feel like it's going to be super tough. <laughs> Look at my man, Tim K. He says he knows he wants to use the new word there, that nah, dynasty word. He knows. Well, he knows. <laughs> well it's – we can't – I don't know if we can call it a D yet, a dynasty, but it's getting there. But this is the thing. It's going to be even tougher this year. We're we're losing. First of all, we're losing our 30-year-old, right? (laughs) Well, I keep on going higher and higher in age. Yeah. I'm just saying, we're losing our 35-year-old. So now we got these young guys. We got, you know, Carson Beck. He came in in the natty and did okay. But can he come in here and and keep this train moving? Can, can a Brock Vandergrift come in here and keep this train moving? Who's it going to be? Going to stop it? I don't know. Um, and it's only going to get tougher because, okay, say you're a guy behind Brock or behind, you know, Stats or whoever, run, one of the running backs, you're behind one of the star guys. You get that ring, you like, all right, I got the ring. Bro, I want to be the guy now. I want to be the guy. I want to be the man on campus. So I'm going to go ahead and transfer my body. I got the ring already. So now let me go, off the, go out and improve my draft stop. And you're going to be seeing that year to year. You've seen it with Alabama. Guys just leaving, especially to the draft, and guys <laughs> leaving. And you saw it worse. today. You saw oh, it today, TK. Oh, AD. AD. Yeah. Yeah. AD Mitchell leaves out of there. And, yeah. uh, you know, there's, there's, I think there's some, you know, deals there, different, different views on how that was taken. But one thing you can't take away from whether it's Setson Bennett or AD Mitchell or any of these guys is that. They made plays at the most crucial time mm-hmm. when when Georgia needed them to, especially AD. I mean, some of those catches were unbelievable. And Stetson's numbers in the fourth quarter of of CFP playoff games just absolutely nuts. Like he turned into something happened when the kid from Blackshear turned into Joe Montana uh, in the in the fourth quarter of those games. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was unreal that the the talent that he had. In in those clutch situations, as as uh, the the very uh, controversial Skip Bayless loves to say, he's got the clutch gene. You know, mm. he's got the, that's, that's what Skip yeah. says all the time. He's got the clutch gene. So oh. we'll see we'll see what what it's going to look like next year. And we're, listen, we're going to be talking about that all off season. But you know, it's- when it when it comes down to it, okay. Now here's my opinion of this. And I'm just a guy. I didn't listen. I didn't play in Athens. I didn't do do all that kind of stuff like you guys did. But my opinion of it is, college football messed up this year and let Georgia steal one because Georgia shouldn't have won this thing this mm. year. In my opinion, like this was this was preseason set up for Alabama to 
like they had the Heisman Trophy winner back. They had Will Anderson back. But guess what? Their offensive line was in shambles, and Bill O'Brien and Pete Golden, uh, you know, didn't do their greatest coaching job, in, in my opinion. But, guys, everybody, I think everybody thought Alabama was just going to come in and roll, and then they don't even make it to the SEC championship game. So, to your point, no, Sean, when you're on top of the sport, like, you know, Alabama even was – even after Georgia beat them, people mm-hmm. still considered Alabama, okay, well, they'll bounce back, especially after Saban. Like I said it over and over again. I said, hell hath no fury like a Saban scorned. You know what I'm saying? And and I thought they would come you know back that. guns blazing. But, you, man. You thought, you thought uh, nobody would come within 15 points of the boys. I thought they would just roast everybody coming into the year. I, I truly did. I thought Bryce Young – but but listen – there goes an end to your point, no, Sean. You said everything's got to line up, right? And Bryce Young gets injured, and they have some they have some problems on their offensive line and all that kind of stuff. So it lined up, and Georgia just kept taking advantage of folks. And yeah. uh, it, you know, hey, you got it. You got to give it to the guys. Yeah, got to give it to them. It's just going to get tougher, though. You know, the old misses, the uh, what are some other uh, the LSU's. These are teams that Tennessee. are still the Tennessees. They're still coming for everyone. They're coming for us. You know what I mean? So definitely got to keep our head down. Kirby knows that, man. Kirby's going to have the guys ready and ready to go. Um, but it's just going to be tough, man. And going to an A.D. Mitchell, you know. Hey, dog he says Alabama's still rebuilding. That's what he <laughs> said. That's what, that's what Save, Saban says. That's, that's <laughs> what Saban said. Absolutely. But, like, like for A.D. Mitch, um, look, he got his ring. Now he want to go be the guy. You know, we're going to still have – we have pieces to throw to. Here at Georgia still. So now he's like, bro, I can get I can get the bag somewhere else and I can be the man. Might as well bounce, man. So it's gonna be tough with guys leaving through the portal. Uh, look at our man Alex. We got to give a shout out to Alex. He's been day one with us on this show back when yes, we sir. first started it over there. So Unc, we appreciate you being on here. And uh man, it's um, you know, listen, with Stetson Bennett, uh I've I've been banging that drum since he came in in that Arkansas game for Dewan Mathis all the way back in uh, uh, 2020. The guy just had a had a belief, had a spark about him, and, you know, you he could like, tell. He had that maturity, huh? He was like 25 at the time probably, so he had maturity. <laughs> Bro. Well, he would he would have been 22 then, but uh, – oh, okay, But what I'm saying is he just had something that – there's certain players, and you guys can attest to this. There's certain players that you play with that they make you believe. They make that they make the rest of the team feel like more confident, and I feel like that's what he did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he 100 did that, and yeah. at that position, you have to have that type of personality. You have to make guys in that huddle. All those all those eyes staring back at you got to feel like oh, I'm he he's that dude. Like I'm a ride for him. He knows everything. So, so yeah, he 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 he's been that, and he's uh he's got that kind of what do you say, moxie about him. That, that je ne sais quoi about him. You know what I'm saying? No, Sean. No, When uh, tell tell us the truth. This is the first uh, tough question for you here on the player section. Oh, when 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 Tebow was uh, in y'all's huddle over there at at Denver, where did y'all kind of look at him like? Like this sometimes, or did y'all say, okay, he's going to get it done here? And <laughs> what was that like yeah. in that run? You knew he was serious, but yeah, he would be in the huddle. He said where, he knew he was serious. No, because he knew he, he was serious no. about, like, he was going to get you. He, he really believed that he going to get you back in the game. He's like, bro, let's go. 
let's go, guys. Let's go. You get in that little knee. You almost want to laugh. You're like, just call the play. All right, let's go. You know what I mean? But hey, he, he get in that then, little knee. I can't. He get him his knee, and then he start going to play. But then he'll go out there uh, uh, for 15, get you back in the game. Hey, listen, there's been a lot of quarterbacks that have gone through uh, the Broncos, even after you know Manning that man haven't sniffed the playoff. Even Russell right now had to. We're not sniffing no playoffs right now with Russ. But can't take that playoff he, win hey, away from him. Tebow got to the playoffs and he got to win, man. You can't take that from the man. So and that was a horrible season. We were like eight and eight or something like that. Oh, so DT caught that thing and got the slide. Got the slide. Hey, he he threw that little five yard little five yard round. He took it to the crib. That's all he had in them though was five yards. No doubt, no doubt. But it, listen, uh, that we're gonna get all of this kind of stuff uh, out of, you know, No Sean TK. As you saw, our first guest that on this show was Todd Gurley. We're gonna be having more guests come on um, as we go forward. Make sure you subscribe and like. Turn on notifications. We just passed thirty-five thousand subs on the channel today. Hey. And guys, it's only gonna keep when going. We're giving away these prizes. We gotta give away something. <laughs> Listen, we're gonna we're gonna come up with some stuff here, but not before we do have some more business to take care of. We mentioned Alex said, Am I gonna be Stetson Bennett's agent? All this kind of stuff because I've been a proponent for him for two years. Not everything do I agree with with Mr. with Mr. Bennett. And there was some very controversial stuff that that took place during the uh championship. Uh, parade and uh, boy did Stake Shapiro get uh, get the wrath of uh, Mr. SB4 on Twitter, uh, yeah. calling calling that man Mr. Medium Rare over there on Twitter. Uh, Stake Shapiro and all that kind of stuff. But we're going to let you, if you didn't hear it, if you've been under a rock, we're going to let you hear real quick the speech that Stetson Bennett gave at the parade, and then we're, I'm going to get the reaction of TK and Noshan. So I'll put the picture up here, you know, for video rights. We can't play video, but we can play a little sound here. So here's a picture taken by uh, Catherine Skeen, who takes pictures for UGA Sports Force, does a great job. So this was the sweatshirt that Stetson was wearing, and here is that speech once again that he yeah. gave at the at the per, at the championship celebration Came back this year but when you look back on your career you look back on this journey what would be the thing you'd be most proud of as a dog is that shockley mm-hmm. yeah right here he's got him in his hand all he's got to do is or something like that you know yeah shock i don't know um I don't know what I'm going to be most proud of. I, I, I keep trying to tell people I just did what I thought was right every day, uh, you know. And if you think you should do that, then what? Uh, I think everybody should do it, you know. Um, the thing I'm going to be most proud of, look at him. <laughs> Man, y'all burn us. Y'all burn us. Y'all kept telling us how bad we were and, Y'all couldn't understand it, and, you know, and we kept winning, and and we kept embarrassing people, but y'all had other storylines, and it was 49 to 3, and it was, you know, 65 to 7. It was everything, and y'all didn't want to believe it, because you didn't, <laughs> that makes no sense to me. Yeah, I, hey, but, you know, um, screw it, we got two rings, man, you know? 
So that was the speech from Stetson Bennett. And boy, that and the way that he interacted, uh, you know, with the Channel 2 coming into the stadium, uh, there was cell phone drama, all this kind of stuff. So I just want to know y'all's opinion of that, how that went down during that time and in period of, of how things were going that day. Uh, the speech, I don't, I don't necessarily have a, have a crazy issue with the speech. Like the kid, obviously, we know he has a chip on his shoulder. We know so much is being talked about the dude uh, from when he decided to come back to the natty. Um, so, and hell, sometimes I was one of the people. I was a skeptic at times. Like, oh hell. So, yeah, I mean, like, the man had a chip on his shoulder. Um, he, he, he didn't say, screw you guys. He, 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 he didn't say that. He just mm-hmm. let you know that he heard you. Uh, he heard, he heard you. Um, <clears throat> but I mean, yeah, I, I, I could see how folks would have an issue with it. The channel two thing. Um, I could see how, fo- I could see how the optics of that look, but shit, if I'm on, if I'm trying to get right in the car with the ox, what happened? I, I gotta go about this one. The There's what Alex. There's what Alex says. Alex says car music gotta be on. You know me, I gotta get. Right. What happened? I gotta hear that story. But let me let me comment on this first. On 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 this one. Because, yeah. What do you What did you think about it, No Sean? I mean, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it would have been baller just to be like, you know, just to just to take the high road and just be like, listen, man, it was just a, a awesome season. Yeah, it was a a great time that I can be with my guys back here or wherever they were standing. You know what I mean? Um, and we went out there and competed and we got, you know what I mean? Just something on that level. It would have been dope just to hear. So but like, he didn't say the, 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 the cliche Jones, like he didn't just go. Well, well, not necessarily, not necessarily cliche. It's more so like for real, for real. Like, yo, yeah, real, me and my like, dogs out here, we had a great time this season and proving all the doubters wrong. Like something like that. But like, say that, that right? see, that would have, I think, I think, I think he could have, I have no issue. I had no issue with him kind of going in on the, on the haters, so to speak. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause, cause there was plenty of them through the time. I think what got misconstrued is Stetson is not um, by nature. He's not some warm and fuzzy guy. You know what I'm saying? He, he hit having that chip on his shoulder and him being a uh, me against the world mentality is kind of what got, what, what got him to where he is now. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think, he, I think he's just got to learn a little bit how to massage it a little bit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How to, how yeah. to lessen the chip a little bit at certain but then times. He, was, he also said, Oh. I was kicking that man for 365 days. But. No, but that's what I'm saying. He, But he was saying, we. No one believed in us. Like, no, no, no. Just just say what you really want to say. No one believed in you, like, in the stuff yeah. that you were doing. Because the whole time when he was saying this, I'm saying, no one was doubting that defense. No one was doubting some Like, I, no, I no, we were doubting the seat. No, I'm not. All right, well, I didn't hear too much. I heard a lot of doubters. On him, like, hey, can he keep on getting it done? Is he gonna come out and ball out? So, I mean, I, if he was gonna go in like that, he should have just been like, Y'all didn't believe in me, but I got it done again, you know, something like that. I would have like, okay. been, that would have been even more OD. No, nah, I would have been like, Hey, no, that you was know, right. That you, was know he he, you know what he could have, you know what he could have done? He could have pulled the Geno Smith and said, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they everybody everybody wrote me off, but I forgot to write back, you know what I'm saying? They should have pulled pull something. Pull something like that. But, but so, so that was there. That was there. And there was drama all weekend. You know, people 
getting on one side or the other. Listen, I will have to say I don't I don't think the premise of it was wrong. If it was if it was my son that that was out there doing it, I probably would have called him after and be like, "Dude, come on now. Let's let's figure out a way. Let's figure out a way to say that a little bit differently." You know, that I probably would have said that to him, but I don't think it's as big a deal as a lot of people made it out to be. Um, you know, but in terms of in terms of the social media afterwards, Stake Shapiro goes on and tells tell somebody to get it, get him off his phone and being disrespectful of the parade and all this. And here was Stetson Bennett's response. Mr. Medium Rare, one phone was mine. One phone was connected to the Bluetooth. Mine had the playlist. The other had the aux. I appreciate your concern for my image, intentions, loyalties, obligations, as well as your willingness to reach out to me to confirm them, which he obviously didn't. You obviously thought quite deeply about some motives I might have had. To help fill in some holes, though, I can tell you the inside scoop. Parades are a symbol of celebration, and while last year's was a celebration of the championship, this year's was a parade. Uh, This year's parade was a celebration of a very special time period for me. Of course, this is uh, the possibility that I'm wrong. There's a possibility that I'm wrong. And while we as a team were very much so appreciate the fans, we as individual appreciate our teammates. You know, the ones we've broken bones and torn ligaments and bled for and cried and changed the, uh, changed and grown and laughed with for years now. So to help you fill in the damned holes, team, group, celebration with fans, group, and a big parade, teammate, individual, celebrate. Guess which one I am? A teammate. Yep. Knew you'd color quick, so to finish it off nice and neat, I was controlling the ox and playing bangers so Sed and Chris and I could have a blast on our last ride into Sanford. That's pretty much the gist of it. P.S. I don't like you very much, Mr. Steak and Shake. Mr. Steak. And Shake. He put and Shake in quotes. But to be fair, I'm not a fan of your work either. So <laughs> that was the uh, that was the response. Um and I think he got a little personal at the end. The only the only thing about it is people have been getting personal with Stetson. All you know, people have been saying terrible things about him on social media for two years now, two more years. But I think what you have to think about if you're Stetson, you guys can speak on this because you guys played in the NFL, you went through the draft prep and all this kind of stuff. They're going to look through everything going back to when you was in fourth, fifth grade, you know, going back, asking teachers, all this kind of stuff. So you doing this kind of response right before he, who a lot of people already doubt his draft, you know, stock to begin with and doing that kind of stuff. Quarterback's different than any other position because if you're a quarterback, you are in the position to where you could be the face of a franchise. And arguably he's the face of the Georgia franchise right now. So – what is your guys' opinion in terms of that response and, and how it may impact him going forward in terms of that process? Let me tell you something. If that is the worst thing that that kid has done, he's going to be all right. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> like, he's going to be all right, bro. Like, he, he, yeah, like you said, you can, you can, you can fix that. You can fix, uh, you can have some media and some communication classes or whatever. He, and he don't necessarily need that. What was in the moment? Boy, I got a chip on his shoulder, said what he wanted to say. And and sometimes that's going to happen. You see that on Sundays all the time. So I I, I, I think it's a little overblown. Um, but the kid, love, the kid loves Georgia. Everybody knows he loves Georgia. Yeah. So, Abs- yeah. Absolutely. I just feel like he's just 
It's just a waste of time, man. He's sitting there. I know he's, he probably was in an Uber or something texting that thing easily, just sitting there, just texting it real quick. Like, let me get this out. Let me tweet this out. Um, but, like, it's just wasting your time. Just go ahead and celebrate, man. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what you've done. And it's always going to be haters. It's always going to be people talking, man. Who cares? It's just like... Whatever, well, and all bro. he did, all he did was bring literally, you know, hundreds of thousands, if not million views to Stake Shapiro's tweet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so like, that's all you're doing is you're just giving those haters the shine and all that kind of stuff. When, when really the, the best thing, in my opinion, you can do is just kind of ignore them and, and yeah, uh, take the high road, you know. man. It's all good. Sometimes, sometimes that should be tough to do. It is, but yeah, it, it is. Done. Now you've gotten to the spotlight. You've gotten to this point that you want to be the star. You want to be the man. Now there's consequences. There's things that come with it. Mm-hmm. And those are one of the things you just got to brush it off. Or you don't have to. It's whatever you want to do. <laughs> but <laughs> either but, way, it's consequence. Yeah. But you do have to know actions. At, my wife says that to our kids all the time. Actions have consequences. Yeah. So one one way or another, you gotta you gotta deal with it either way. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I know you guys have had to deal with that a lot uh, in in your you know career. Maybe not. I don't think anybody's had to deal with the scrutiny to the extent that Stetson has. But well, he's a quarterback you, too. So yeah. I mean, first of all, when you're a quarterback, you are held to a different standard than any other player at number one. So yeah. But then, but to, to 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 you know get over all those obstacles that he did, yeah, it's definitely a, a something to commend. How did you guys deal with that though? If you ever had some negative, you know, stuff on social media, or if you ever had you know some comments about your play or anything like that? I mean, because you're human, I know you know you see it and you hear it, you know. But I mean, how did you deal with it personally as a, as a former player? Hey man, I just kept moving on me, and I and I tried to stay. I wasn't. I never really watched ESPN, never watched any of those news channels or whatever, um, never watched them, right? So unless we had a big game, I was like, let me just check these top 10 just in case. You know what I'm saying? No, then and that, then and that. I might be on that thing. So let me check the top 10. But besides that, wasn't checking any news. And, you know, you on the you know the Twitters or whatever, you might have something underneath your comment. People going to go ham. But just it's so many that you just like, whatever, man. You just go ahead and go about your business. That's how I did it. Yeah, really yeah, yeah, pretty much the same. Sometimes, I mean, like I said, sometimes it's hard. You might read something, it might, might hit a soft spot. You like, oh, <laughs> really? I'm gonna get his ass. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> uh, uh, you gotta, like, like, like Sean said, man, you gotta just. Oh, here's a good question from C. Taylor. Never watched college game day as a player. Did you guys ever no. tune in and watch game day nah, in that morning? No, nah, mm-hmm. I didn't watch it. Even, even in the league, like, I didn't watch like first take. Nope. I ain't watched none of that. Like I never knew what they was talking about ever. So I, yeah. I, I don't know. I just try to, you know, keep the horse wanderers on and stay, stay focused. I guess. Um, I just feel like how difficult. I mean, social media is just so much bigger than it was. I mean, it was big when we were out there. Yeah, but I mean, too. like it's just crazy, especially college now, right? Um, it would be, it'd be crazy. It'd be hard to kind of stay away from it. It's just it's every single where. It's everywhere, yeah. and if you don't stay away from it, it can kind of get toxic. It has to get toxic if you're, especially one of those that really read into it and look at them and see what people are saying. It doesn't matter what people say, man. Keep it moving. Well, it too, and, and I mean, just hitting on social media now, like it's a gift and a curse. You have to kind of put your face out there for these kids. Like you got nil, all this stuff. Like where are they gonna see? Where are they gonna see? Where are you gonna build your brand if it's not? Hmm. See, that's the that's the interesting that's the interesting thing to me about Stetson is with this whole thing is 
he built literally a multi-million dollar NIL thing for himself. Um, he, he built that, you know, in terms of just kind of by just kind of keeping his mouth shut and going and proving people wrong. And then at the end here, it's like, I can't do it anymore. I just got to <laughs> let and- it out. I'm not here. Hey, let me ask a question about the NIL. When do those contracts end? Do they end right when you're done as a bulldog? Or do they keep on going for years to come? Like how that works? Who knows? They may, they may, they may keep partnering with him in the in the league or whatever. That's a that's a totally in independent in deal or whatever. He's gonna be in the league. He's gonna get drafted fourth or fifth round. So uh, he's not gonna go. So he's not gonna go undrafted and then go to a team. Nah. No, he'll get he'll get drafted fourth or fifth round, I believe. Woo! Let me write that down. You know, I thought I always gotta write down what Blaine says sometimes, so I could come <laughs> back to him and be like, "Bro, you said so." Okay, hey, I, I you know what I did? That, you know what I did say? You know what I did say? What? I said I set the over under oh. at the beginning of the season oh. at three thousand yards, and that man just became oh. the sixth oh. okay. highest okay, SEC passer in single season history. Only Burrow, uh, Burrow, Young, Jones. Trask and Couch ever had more yards in a single season, so the, uh, it, dude went off this year. No, he snapped. That's four K. That's four K. Stat Quay. Uh, he that dude. Four K. Stat Quay. Yeah. Shirts coming right now. You gonna get better by four K. Stat Quay. He might. He might. He might sue us for nil rights. We may not be able to do that. <laughs> we have to get his get his permission to get him on here. You gonna have to take. Absolutely, absolutely. That's that's what we do here on the play uh, on the on the players section for sure. But guys, this has been our first episode here on Georgia players section with Tavares and Noshan on UGASports.com. We really, really appreciate everybody tuning in. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Like I said, the channel just passed over thirty five thousand subscribers we want to just keep that thing going and going this is the biggest biggest georgia media outlet there there is out there and uh we're we're blessed to be a part of it guys uh what do you want to say to the to the new fan base here on the on the end of the first show before we sign off oh man y'all keep coming back y'all jump in them comments obviously uh tell, tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend um about the show uh, hop on ugasports.com. Come see the boys. Uh, we got them gifts coming. We giving out gifts. We oh. giving out prizes. Oh, That's what I'm that, telling the fans. Let's give out some prizes, baby. Out, <laughs> no, oh, yeah, you Listen. get again. You hey, come on, man. We gotta give Listen. something away. All these followers, we gotta give something away. Also, too, right now, right now, we got we got about four prime spots open for uh, for advertisers. So oh, yeah, if you've got yeah. a company that wants to get some uh, get get all these followers and all these people watching and knowing your brand, we'll put yeah. you up on the screen. Just contact us. You see all of our Twitter handles right here, so you can uh, you know you can reach out to us and or reach out, yeah, reach out <laughs> reach out to Roddy, any of those guys. But we appreciate everybody coming uh, and watching. The show. We appreciate Todd Gurley being our first yes, guest. Sir. If you didn't, if you didn't see that, go just slide that thing all the way back to the front and go watch. Uh, TG three was on with us. So for my guys, Tavares King and Nochon Marino, I am Blaine Gilmer, and we'll catch you next time on Georgia Players section on UGASports.com. Yeah. The best in this sport. 
whether you like it or not, learn to love it because it's the best thing going today. Ooh.